to Sunday Morning, a weekly podcast presented by Church Without Walls of Greer. This morning, sitting out on the porch, it's early. Um, This week we've had the wonderful experience of our air conditioner, our whole house air conditioner, um, not only breaking, but completely giving up the ghost to the point where we're going to have to have it replaced this, you know, in the next few days. Of course, it did this during the hottest week of the year so far. Um, however, this morning it's actually rather enjoyable outside here. You can hear the birds in the background. The, um, The thing I was thinking about this morning, the scripture, was when Jesus said, you know, consider the the lilies. They're neither uh, spin or toil, and yet Solomon in all of his finery wasn't arrayed as these. And the birds birds that don't reap or harvest, but their heavenly Father feeds them. And... How much more important, you know, are we than they? You know, there's not a bird, a sparrow that falls to the ground without God being aware of it. And yet, we think that God turns his back on us and doesn't even see when when we're hurting. Um, When in fact, most of the time, it's, it's we who've turned our backs on him. We will say, God, I don't, I can do this myself. I don't need to depend on anybody else. I don't need to depend on you. I don't need to worry. I don't need to care about anybody or anybody to care about me. I can do it myself. And then when we're alone, when we're stuck, when we're in a hard place, we're God, why have you turned away from us when when he all he's doing is listening to what we ask him to do in the first place? Um, and then we're like, well, God, you left me in that position and and didn't take care of me, and I don't I don't think you're real. And it's our own hubris that has held him at arm's length. It's 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 like the old story that you heard of the. You know, the hurricane coming in and the guy is like the water's surrounding his house completely but you know it's not up to his porch yet and he's on his front porch and, and a rowboat comes by and says get in I've come to take you to safety no no I'm going to trust God to get, take me to safety the water keeps coming up and eventually he's sitting on the uh you know, the roof of his house and a, a uh, it's not a rowboat but a, a bigger like a bigger boat comes you know a search and rescue boat type thing comes by and, and says get in we're going to take you to safety and he's like no no I'm going to trust God to take me to safety then he's standing on the peak of his house and the water's up you know halfway up his chest and a helicopter comes by and says grab the rope and we'll take you to safety and he said no no I have to trust God to take me to safety and then he dies 
And when he goes up to heaven, he says, God, I asked, I, I trusted you to take me to safety. What happened? He blames God for not saving him. And God says, I sent you a rowboat. I sent you a helicopter, a, a bigger boat. I sent you a helicopter. You just wouldn't get in. And so often that's our case because God's not going to force us to get into the, the boat or to get into the truck. You know, the, it was probably the National Guard first and then a rowboat and then a helicopter. I messed up the story. I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, he's not going to force us to get in. He's not going to force us to go to safety. He's, he's going to provide a way. You know, it says... There's no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will provide a way of you know will, will provide a way of escape that you might be able to bear it. So there's temptations that we are tempted with, and God will provide a way to get out of those temptations or away from those temptations. But we have to be the ones that choose to step away from them. Yeah, it's two different aspects. One is bad situations and we're we're saying, Oh, I'm waiting on God, I'm waiting on God and we don't recognize God when when he sends his when his hands in movement in moving or at in movement. The movement of God's hands. And the other is, you know, we're tempted and we won't step away from it because I can handle it, I can handle it, I can handle it. And snap or trapped so why do I bring that up right now there's a lot of people in this world who there's a lot of people who are saying well God can't be real because you know if he was why would he let this and this and this and this and this happen well to that I say hogwash because most things that happen in the world have nothing to do with God and everything to do with being the direct consequences of choices and decisions that have been made by people either currently or over decades and maybe I should even say centuries I don't know when I say that I don't necessarily mean like you know environmental choices but I mean I mean like you know the, the old scripture says the sins of the fathers will be visited on this you know the sons and for, into the fifth generation or whatever that's not saying see when God said that everybody's like well that's not very fair of God to blame the sons for what the father did you know or the grandfather or the great grandfather that's not what he's saying. I, I don't think so. What he's saying is there's consequences to actions. And actions that are taken have consequences. And when an action happens, when somebody does something, it can have long-term consequences that impact your children and your great and your grandchildren and great-grandchildren, etc., etc. And so, simple example or not so simple, I don't know. Did you know that one of the ways that they can tell if a fossil or, you know, an archaeological find is legitimate 
everybody's going to say carbon dating. No, it's not carbon dating. The way they can tell if it's legitimate, if it's actually been buried for, you know, the last thousands of years, you know, or, or if it was exposed to the environment at any time in the last uh, 60, 80 years, I guess, um, is they can look at the radioactivity, the baseline radioactivity of an object. Because the consequences of, of that's the consequences of all of the open air uh, nuclear 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 all of the the open air atomic bombs and testing that has been done raise the background radiation of the entire planet and and it's is it any wonder that so many people have cancer and so many people have to deal with things that we hadn't, didn't have to deal with for, you know, hundreds or thousands of years before that, um, or that we're aware of. So those are the type of consequences. They can look at that background radiation and say, oh, this has a lower background radiation. So yes, it has not been unearthed in the last 80 years since whenever they started testing atomic bombs like it you know out in the ocean and in Nevada and, and other places the um, Siberia and all over so what we're seeing there is consequences of actions you know, it may not be direct relatives but they're the fathers of humanity some of them and mothers of humanity in some cases and their actions are having direct impact on those of us alive today we may not even realize that there's an impact but there's an impact because we're exposed to you know far more hard radiation than we ever would have been if those atomic bombs hadn't been detonated on the surface and detonated as test and detonated in war um, history did what they did and, and that's you know a, a, that's not my call to make one you know judgment one way or the other but I'm just saying that th those are consequences those are the sins of the fathers that this scripture was speaking of that fall upon the sons and into this fifth and sixth generation now other things that are impacting us are, are decisions that are being made today are having are going to have the same overall global impact over the next 60, 80, 100 years or longer the people get so worked up about Oh, you have to wear a mask. You, no, you shouldn't wear a mask. Oh, you, you have to social distance. No, social distance doesn't make any sense. Oh, you, you have to, I don't know, all these things. And everybody has their opinion, and that's fine. Everybody should have an opinion. And whether your opinion is based 100% on fact, 100% on fantasy, 100% on your own opinion, 100% on the opinion of somebody else, that's up to you and that's the decisions that you have to make. 
it's not okay for us to judge other people based on the decisions and choices they make. You know, you, you hear the same arguments and about over and over and over and over again the same rhetoric one way or another over and over and over again and and you have to wonder what's the actual truth what's the actual facts and the the real honest goodness truth is most of us don't have the scientific wherewithal or the facilities to to do our own tests to be able to determine if a mask is effective or not effective we don't have the uh, ability to truly comprehend what you know social distancing impact ha- is or or whatever in this you know in this virus pandemic era um, all we can do is listen to the, the the experts and then when the the experts disagree with each other we just have to decide and stop judging other people you know if if you don't want to be around somebody who doesn't wear a mask and you want to wear a mask then wear your mask and don't be around those people you are destroying the relationships that you may or may not have had with these people with other people over something that may or may not be effective and people are saying oh but it is effective no you're basing that that opinion on you know studies or opinions of others and there's other people that base their opinion on studies and opinions of, of people that say the exact opposite. Don't do what makes you feel right. Do what you feel like God is impressing you to do. Don't judge other people for what they do. Don't harass other people for what they don't do. Don't. Just don't. You know, we have enough harassment and enough hassle and enough bad stuff in this world as it is today I don't want you I don't want people to to be judging people over something that it, it honestly is insignificant I'm just I don't know it just really bothers me when I see people get upset and angry and start calling people names and start calling people out because they either want to wear them or they think masks are effective or they don't think masks are effective or they think that COVID-19 is the most horrible pandemic that's ever, ever touched the face of the earth or they don't think that's the case or whatever. And, and then, you know, we're tying into political stuff and I don't know, people... Let's not be stupid. I, I realize I probably shouldn't say that, but it's, it's too easy to just follow dumbly along. And, and Jesus said, you know, my sheep know my voice and hear my voice and know it. 
we hear his voice and know it. We know when Jesus is impressing on us, is talking to us, is calling us, is directing us, is guiding us. Listen to that voice. And don't listen to the other voices of of fear and hate and anger and you notice that none of those things are, are part of the fruits of the Spirit. None of those voices fit in with the actuality of who God is. You can't have anger at someone. No, I can't say that. Anger is just a symptom that something's wrong. But you can't be hateful to someone or be um, judgmental of someone and still love them the way you should. You can't... You just can't do it. So, this... Just consider that. Consider the lilies. They don't toil or spin. And yet they're dressed way better than Solomon. The birds of the air don't harvest or gather into barns, but they're fed. Their Heavenly Father feeds them. Trust in the Heavenly Father. Trust in your relationship with Jesus. Depend on that. Cast all your care on Him because He first cares for you. Remember that there's nothing that can tempt you that that is beyond what you're able to bear because He cares about you. He gave you a way of escape. So, consider that this week. Lord, I pray you help us, help us all to hold on to you, to hold on to your message, to, I don't know, just to remember in all ways, shapes, and forms. Lord, I pray that whoever this message might be for, that it'll get to them, that they'll hear it, etc. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hi, this is Jonathan Wagner. I just wanted to share briefly about Sunday morning with Church Without Walls of Greer. This is our church, for lack of you know a better term. We usually have a small group that gathers together, and, and I'm thankful for that because the Bible says where two or three are gathered together, there will I be in the midst of them. That's what Jesus said. So... I take faith and and trust and and comfort in that. Um, Years ago, we felt like we were supposed to start sharing online and sharing our messages in such a way uh, that people could listen to them anonymously. There doesn't have to be, you know, nobody has to register. Nobody knows who hears. I, I don't know who hears and who doesn't hear. Um, that's not to say I wouldn't love to know. Uh, you can send a message through Anchor or through Facebook or Twitter or wherever. If you, if you want to share, if you have feedback, if you have comments. And, and I would love to hear those. Um, at least I think I would. Um, I would ask, though, that if you hear this message... 
and you think of even one person who might want to hear it, who might help, who might benefit from it. And I'm not. I, I understand. I am not that skilled of a speaker. I'm not, you know, an orator. I'm not, you know, a statesman. I, I'm, I'm just me. But if there's somebody that you think of who could use this, please share it. Please send the link to them so that they can hear it as well. Um, my entire goal, the entire goal of Church Without Walls of Greer, of Sunday morning with Church Without Walls of Greer, is to lift Jesus so that all men and women can be drawn to him. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. And that's what our goal is. We want to lift up the name of Jesus so that every man and woman will be drawn to him. Uh, in whatever shape, way, shape, or form of, uh, that takes, that's between God and them, and, and I, I leave that in his hands. But if you would please share this message with whoever you think might need it, um, I would appreciate that. And if you want to send feedback, that would just be cool. Um, I would love to hear when and where you hear this. And, uh, you know, if, if, it, if it's helpful to you. And if not, that's all right, too. But uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. This is Jonathan Wagner. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity. Christianity.